You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's the Score North Twin Show. Yes, welcome in to a Friday episode of the Score North Twin Show. We're going to be honest, we're mostly doing this, Judd. Declan's off today. Happy birthday, Declan. Uh, we're mostly doing this because there's two new categories on the Immaculate Grid. And so that was that was going to be the episode, is just jumping in and doing an Immaculate Grid, which we All will. That. Uh, but then we also saw that... There's another name off the board, another Twins free agent. We didn't even include this guy on our original list of Twins free agents, but you didn't deserve it. I, th- I feel like I don't know. He made a couple nice starts. Tyler yeah. Malley. <laughs> so here's the updated outgoing scoreboard: Sonny Gray gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just adding Malley here. Uh, Ken Tamaeda gone. Emilio Pagan gone. These guys all signed with different teams. Andrew Stevenson, who was on your playoff roster as a backup outfielder, gone. Signed in Japan, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Tyler Malley signs a two-year, $22 million contract with the Rangers coming off that Tommy John surgery. So he's now gone too. What was your favorite Tyler Malley moment with the Twins? Um, I think my favorite was when uh, the, the Twins, when I'm sure that a few doctors called and said, are you sure about this? They're like, oh, yeah, what, what, what could go wrong? Yeah. Um, boy, the Twins, you know what? Derek Falvey's made some very nice trades, pitching acquisitions. Yeah. In the offseason. He deserves credit for that. He gets a little um, panicky during the season, it feels like. It the doesn't, deadline doesn't check I, Google for I never injuries. I'd say, I never <laughs> thought I'd say this because it sounds it's very unjud like. But and I think I started this in July. The deadline deals, I'm not sure you should be making them anymore. Yeah. Like Sergio Ro- is Sergio Romo the best acquisition of a deadline trade he's made, and he was a good acquisition too. He also had gr- he, he was great in the celebrations. I feel like Sergio drove players crazy, dude. I remember during the um, during the pandemic year when they had just started, he literally one game I heard this voice like because you know there's no fans there, right? So, like, there's three things. There's about three things that stand out. One was the propensity, it was just glorious, of Rich Hill to drop F-bombs constantly while pitching. But one of them was this voice. This voice one day is coming from the outfield. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this guy just screaming and yelling, and it was obnoxious. It's Sergio Romo in the bullpen. And and everyone else was in the bullpen because the game was, was like the game yeah, was the going, game's on? going on. The game's <laughs> going on. No fans there. And he was just weird, like quirky, like, and I don't think he's a bad guy, but he was, you know what he was like? He probably in retrospect was like, who, who was, um, was it Orlando Hudson? You told me about that drove players crazy. Yes. Orlando Hudson was very vocal in the clubhouse. I think this, I think Sergio was the same type of guy. Like he contributed, but I think he's, I think his act wears out after about two months. Interesting. Yeah, Ohud, really good player, by the way. Good second baseman. That's thing, yeah. But it wasn't he on like four different teams or five yes. in consecutive years and be like, why? Yes. Ohud's a good player. Like, why does he keep bouncing around? Covering him for one year. He was a classic. Like, cameras come on. Here we go. 
Time to be on camera. Here we go, right? And the cameras yes. would go off, and he's like, get the bleep out of my locker. Or get just kind of a cantankerous guy. And uh, I'll never forget the next season. I think he was playing for the Diamondbacks or somebody, and they were in town for an interleague series or, like, whoever he was with the next season. Yeah. And he comes walking in the Twins clubhouse to say hi to all of his old teammates. And he comes in, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And there was probably five or six players sitting at their lockers right by the entrance. All of them just sitting there. They all turned in their chairs, looked over at Ohud, didn't say anything back, and then turned their chairs back. And he goes, oh, come on. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes those guys, I don't know. I didn't know Sergio like on a personal level, but sometimes the guys that are like, ah, he's on camera, he's a leadership guy, aren't always that way behind the scenes. I think, you know, I think in sports, guys that don't shut up, for the most part, drive their teammates crazy. <laughs> yeah, just calm down. Because, uh, you know, it it's like a guy like Nelson Cruz, right? He walks in, and he's got words of wisdom. Cool, calm, collected Nelson Cruz. And then you got guys that walk in, and they're like, chirp, 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 chirp. And it's like, okay, dude, I can't take this. Yeah. on the Just to put a bow on the Mally conversation here. So it's a, it is a guaranteed contract for $22 million. He can earn up to $5 million more in bonuses depending on his 2025 innings tally in that second year. So it's going to be a $5.5 million salary this year and then 16 and a half in 2025 with a limited no-trade clause. I think when healthy, he's a really good pitcher. So I'm, I am curious. And that seems like a pretty fair price over two years. And the Twins, the Twins do need another starter. So I, I'm just going to go on record and say Tyler Malley has been a punchline because the trade didn't work. I think he has a good chance of thriving, especially on a discount contract like this in Texas. Just and keep an eye on it. I wonder if this is just, just to um, not to prolong the conversation with Rangers talk. I wonder if this comes from the fact that Bally's in Texas has bailed on the Rangers and they've said our payroll has to come down. Probably. Yeah. And Montgomery, who pitched well, if they acquired him from the Cardinals, who is a free agent is unlikely to return because of that. I wonder if this is an attempt to sort of on the cheap in air quotes, replace them. Yeah. It's, and, and it would make sense too to structure the deal in this way where most of the money is in the second year after you've figured out a new TV partner. Uh, the MLB trade rumors article goes on to stick a knife in the twins, twist it and pour some salt in by writing. Good. They deserve it on this. <laughs> for this one. Mally spent a season and a half with the twins. Minnesota acquired the right-hander from the Reds at the 2022 trade deadline. Turned out to be one of the more lopsided deadline yeah. deals of the past couple summers in Major League Baseball. Cincinnati acquired Spencer Steer, who finished sixth in Rookie of the Year voting, and Christian Encarnacion Strand. So Spencer Steer, in 2023, played in almost every game for the Reds. He was, he was a machine, yeah. man. Yeah. And he winds up with 23 jacks, 86 RBI, uh, an 820 OPS, which was 20% above league average. And then Christian Encarnacion Strand came in, 23 years old, in 63 games, hit 13 homers, 37 RBI, 805 OPS, which was 13% better than league average. Played a bunch of different positions. So, uh, man, this trade would are... hurt if it had been one of those two. I know. But I get it. Like, I am all for taking calculated risks by trading prospects who. I mean, we could go back in Twins history or any team the last, like, 
20 years, you know, baseball, America, top 10 organizational prospects. And in that moment, you're like, Oh man, you're thinking about the best right. version of all those prospects. And if they pan out to be, right. you know, the 90th percentile, but usually they don't. So this is a case though, where like the odds are against both of those guys breaking out the way that they did you. So you you got unlucky in some ways, but they also, they also traded for pitchers that had known arm, arm injuries. And so, you know, just, Hey, they had a great season at the end of the day, but this was a bad trade. Spencer Steer as well. Swiss Army Knife. First base, third base, left field, 16 games at second base. DH for six games. Played three games in right. That would be the exact, I mean, in 2024, that's an invaluable ability to move around. Yep. So, all right. Tyler Malley, the Tyler Malley era is officially over for the Minnesota Twins. I'm okay with it being done. Pour one out for he was a reminder. <laughs> he was nothing but a reminder to the failure of another deadline deal, Phil. <laughs> so all right, I'm gonna pop the grid up here on the screen, and you'll see that there's a couple new categories here, Judd. And also the Cubs are on the grid, which is kind of our secondary team because we both grew up watching WGN in different eras. So we're both big Cubs guys. Yeah. But uh we're looking to go nine for nine, obviously. And I think based on these categories and the Cubs being on the grid, what's the, I think the lowest rarity score we've had as a trio with Declan two is like maybe 13 or 14. We should be keeping track of these, but we don't. I think we can flirt with it. We'll see. I don't know for sure, but there's here are the categories. A Cub who was an angel, a Cub who was a tiger, and a Cub who played one game at shortstop or more. That's, the, that's one of the new categories. Did you play one game at a position or more? So that opens up a treasure trove of options, right? Uh, a Royal who was an angel, a Royal who was a tiger, and a Royal who played a game at shortstop. And then we're looking for an angel who played a game at catcher, a tiger who played a game at catcher, and a player who played a game at shortstop and a game at catcher, which is a fun little category. Mm-hmm. So you you tell me where do you wanna where do you wanna start here? Well, let's just start. Let's start with the Cubs. Let's start with the uh, Cubs Halos. Gary Gaetti. Yep, Gary Gaetti's a good one. I'm trying to think of pitchers. I'm trying to think of there have to be some 80s and 90s, um, well, especially bullpen arms, right? Like the Terry McCollins um, of the world. Yes. Well, there was. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think. Like, a, did, well, Terry Mulholland did he pitch for the Angels? I don't know for sure, but I'm saying that's the type of guy, mm-hmm. you know, that just bounced around. Gary Matthews Jr. was an outfielder for both these teams. Yeah. He was a Cubs. He was a center fielder. In fact, one Sar- of I think Sar- the, one of the son. greatest catches he ever made, one of the greatest catches, period. He was, wasn't he an angel at Arlington Stadium in Texas when he reached up over the the railing, kind of over his head? Um, John Lackey is, is going to be a popular one here. We, we ran into John Lackey at a uh, Fort Myers bar one a couple times. Yeah. I, I, I seem to recall he was, um, he was uh, enjoying the enjoying evening. cocktails and talking to some young ladies. He was, which was funny because he was probably um, quite a bit older than they were at the time. So yeah. So who, who, I'm trying to think of the nineties or the eighties even for a cub that went or, or just passed through both these teams. Trying to see if I can type something in here. Um, there was a reliever. Remember the championship team, the O2 championship team, the Angels, yep. uh, when K-Rod was their closer. Yep. And then they had uh, another reliever 
his last name was like O'Donnell or Do- uh, Donnelly. Was it? But he, I remember the Cubs poached him from that team like a couple years later. Oh, okay. It's like Kevin. Was it Kevin O'Donnell or Kevin? Kevin Donnelly. I'm typing. You know, if you that would be if that. that's right, that'd be a good one. Brendan, Brendan Donnelly. Okay. Brendan. Yeah, Donnelly if he played for it. both teams, let's go with that because that's going to be very low. Brendan Donnelly. No way that's high. Oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> oh! Right out of the gate. Oh, no. Right wrong. out of the gate. Just wrong. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. man. Who am I thinking of then? I don't De- know. Declan goes away for one day. I, and I trusted just, you. I screw us over on the grid. I trusted you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, man. I need to now I need to go figure out who I'm thinking of because oh. the Cubs did. They, I swear to God, they oh. poached. Oh my God! Damn. I okay, let's like, oh. let's hunt okay, now, for some other ones here. Let's hunt. Where do you want to go? <laughs> where do you want to go now? Can we regroup? I don't um, know. Let's go to a different category. Let's go. Okay, let's do the let's do the bottom right one. Okay. The a player who played catcher and a player who played shortstop. And yep. there's a famous one. Cesar Tovar once played all positions for the Twins in a game. Right. Yep. 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 So he would count. And it was done against the Twins a few years back by the Tigers. What was his name? Romine? Yeah, Andrew Romine, right? Yeah, yeah, because he played all nine, too. I also remember uh, in a, it's an obscure game from, like, the mid-'90s. It was an extra innings game. I think it was in Detroit. But Jeff Rebele was the Twins' emergency catcher. And... uh they had to put him in a game one time because like Matt Walbeck and I'm trying to think who their backup catcher would have been, but I distinctly oh, remember Walbeck. Jeff Rebele emergency catcher being so activated. He did play catcher? Yes. Okay. And he was a shortstop utility guy, like middle infielder guy. I mean, yeah, go with it. You want to go Tovar or you want to go Rebele? Try Rebele. Okay. Jeff Rebele. Come on now. 0.05%. Oh, very nice. Look at this. It. This is going to be really painful when we In the fall cap. one grid short. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. It's too bad that the Twins aren't on the grid because Kirby Puckett played shortstop a couple times. Really? Yeah, he played at, He was a replacement. He I forget why, but they put him in at shortstop in an early 90s game in Cleveland, I remember, against the Tribe. Let's go, right. let's go through the shortstop ones. Cub shortstops. All right, so we're looking for anyone who just like switched over there well, it could be, I mean, like Sean Dunstan's, you know, right, was like but, their 10 year starting yeah, shortstop. Right, but I'm but saying it, we'd prefer like a defensive, like an oddity of a replacement at shortstop. Yeah. The oldest school answer would be the Cubs, the the world champion Cubs from the early 1900s Tinker's had the Tinker. Chance. Yep. Tinker to Evers to chance. chance. And Joe Tinker would be the, yep. the shortstop in that equation. Don Kissinger. Played shortstop for him in the 70s a little bit. He, he was also a White Sox. Okay. Um, Larry Bow was the shortstop when I was watching him on GN. He got, I think Larry he got replaced Boa. by Dunstan. 
Um, yeah, they went Dunstan into like here's Jeff, a question. Jeff Blauser at one point was their shortstop. Here's a question. Did Sandberg who started as a third baseman and obviously moved to second, did he ever play as they were placed, you know, in like an right? extra inning game? He had to have. I mean, it would be logical that if you were going to shift a guy who had to play shortstop, it would be Ryan. I don't remember this happening, but I'm just throwing it out there as a I long think, shot, really low score. I think we should take one of the, you said Boa and Kissinger from the Don 70s. Kessinger with Kessinger. a K-E-S-S-I. He was a good defensive player. Don Kessinger right there. I would say we either go like Don Kessinger or we go like really old school. Uh, okay. We go Tinker. Go Kessinger because he's not, he shouldn't be high. I don't Don like Kessinger? Him. Yep. 3%. Okay. Okay. We can do that. For the Royals, my guy. I did a podcast with my guy Willie Bloomquist one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Freddie Potek was the shortstop the first Twins game I went to, which was against the Royals. Freddie Potek? P-A-T-E-K. Freddie Potek. Real little guy. Small guy. Spell the last name again. P- P-A-T-E-K. Freddie Potek. I think there that's right. Unless you want Greg Gagne was also a, yep, a that's twin right. royal. Let's go Freddie Potek. Oh, 9%. Oh, popular. Too popular. Interesting. Look at that stash, but no, that 70 stash that's right there. That's screaming stash. adult film business. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. These, these other catchers here. So the, yep. the, the angels, you could go with uh, the other Molinas were both. So Yachty is the Cardinals catcher. The other Molinas were both. Jose and uh, Benji were both Angels catchers. It's a Wallflower song, right? What? Which one? The uh, the a song called the Other Molinas sounds oh. like a Wallflower song. <laughs> um, I could see. Yep, that. yep. Benji, Kurt Suzuki, Kurt Suzuki was an Angels catcher. Lance Parrish, who also played the majority of his Lance career with the Tigers. Lance Parrish ended up as an Angel. Did Ed Ott ever play there? I don't know that for sure. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um, Bob Boone. Bob Boone. From the Phillies. Let's keep the old school vibe. Let's go. Let's go Bob Boone. Eventually became an angel. Bob Boone. 7%. Okay. These are a little higher than I kind of expected. Yeah. I've kind of, I've also ruined the entire mojo by just whiffing on that first one. Uh, yeah, the catchers, uh, Tigers, Mickey Tettleton. Yeah. Yeah. That's Matt, Matt Walbeck was mm-hmm. a former Twins and Tigers catcher. Mm-hmm. That, that might be our one right there, actually. Matty Walbeck. Yeah. We go Matty Walbeck. Plug that one in. Cub, right? Started out as a Cub. Uh, I believe he was a Cub. The Twins and Cubs actually swapped a bunch of catchers, didn't they? Yeah. Blanco. Tom Prince well, I think was a free agent. Yeah, oh, Tommy Prince was a long time or, or, or pirate too. I love Tom Prince. Twins of a point oh eight on Matty oh, Wolbeck. And now, go. man, that's some redemption right there. Okay. All right, we can we can do. Let's let's finish the Cubs out here for sure. It's all right. You want to go? All right, Cub. We got. We mentioned Gary Matthews Jr., Gary Gaetti. Well, actually, uh, Gary Gaetti would then. Yep, he was a royal too. Yep. Let's do yeah. Yeah, he fits right there. See, for sure right here in the royals angels and a card point nine look at that oh wow see i'm surprised like this i'm is surprised weird. how is he like point don nine, kessinger's a three 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. It's ridiculous. Interesting. All right. So you want to go Cubs now since we only have two left? Yeah. We only got two left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sarge, Sarge Jr. is good. Gary Matthews Jr. Try that one. We want this I, one here. We want the 99. Yep. I forgot he was. 100%. I forgot he was an angel. Oh, see, we should have just stuck with that one. That's a good one. All right, now we need a tiger. Right, Grady. Cubs, Tigers. This is our last one, by the way. So right now yeah. we're sitting at. Yeah, we'll, we'll not do the Royals. 12, 19. The good news is we're over 20%, so we wouldn't. I didn't shipwreck our best ever rarity Yeah, score. well, Freddie Patek screwed me because I thought I was being creative. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Is this an Edwin Jackson situation here? He was definitely a tiger. I'm trying to think of. Like the '90s are are from for more our school. Like for you for the '90s or me for the Kyle 80s. Farnsworth. Ooh, Kyle Farnsworth well, was uh, played multiple years with these teams. That's a good. But one. that might be a high. It might be kind of doesn't matter at this point. I guess. I'm trying to think of uh, infielders. Like, was there anybody? I'm I'm blanking on a lot of like deals between these two teams. I don't know. There's there's White Sox uh, Tigers oh, yeah. connections like Mags and yes some others big but... time. Delman never played for the Cubs. Did uh, did Latroy Hawkins ever pitch for the Tigers? Don't, I don't remember. Actually, he pitched for the Angels. I'm pretty sure we could we probably could have used the man. He I did. butchered that square, man. We probably could have used Hawk. Well, I got a little excited because you said there was a guy I don't even remember. I, that. I swear to God, the Cubs poached. I don't remember Cubs this. The reliever Don from told me about. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 there must have right. been a different one. Detroit and the Cubs. Really? I'm, I mean, these teams have been around forever. There have to be a lot of connections. We know we can go Farnsworth. Well, I'm struggling here. I'm trying to think of infielders or outfielders. I mean, Far- Farnsworth is probably lower than we think, but the Patek one throws me off. Yeah, I'm shaken just, by the Patek one. Well, let's go Farnsworth right. and lick yeah. our wounds here. Kyle yeah, Farnsworth we'll is, so what, what was his percentage there? 2% on Kyle Farnsworth. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm disappointed in, in my guys not being a lower percentage, to be honest with you. Okay, who am I? Sorry, Kevin, I need to, I need to do this now. I need to look up the 2002 because the, the Angels are not I keep saying Kevin. Uh, 2002 Angels reference. Mm-hmm. They had a stud bullpen that oh, carried my. them. 99 win team. They had, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Brendan Donnelly. Percival, Schoenweiss, Weber, Al Levine, Brendan Donnelly. Ben Weber. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just, I guess I just blacked out and thought. I wonder if you just thought that there was. A, I, I mean, the problem is that's 2002. So were you in high school then? I was in high school. I wasn't really drinking, though. I was so going to say, I don't know had, where that came from. I was going to suggest that, that you had gotten into the cocktails by then. But yeah, it's not <laughs> like you were at the university. I will. You know what I'll do? I'm going to think about this over the weekend. I'm going to sleuth on baseball reference. I know the audience is dying to know who I'm trying to think of, and I will report back at some point. Do you okay. remember Lou Pot? 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 P-O-T-E from, from that from bullpen? From the 2002 no. Halos bullpen. I don't have any recollection. He pitched 50 and a third innings. No, no recollection. I don't remember that guy. Didn't they have a guy with goggles at one point, too? 
Pretty sure they had a guy with goggles. Maybe that was Brendan Donnelly. Maybe Brendan Donnelly had goggles. Perhaps you're confusing goggles with the Cubs. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, I, oh. I can't help you. Was it Kevin Gregg? I think it was Kevin Gregg. Okay. I mixed up. Uh, yeah, Kevin Gregg uh, wound up as the closer for the Cubs. <laughs> Wow. Same thing. Kevin Gregg, Brandon Donnelly, Brandon Donnelly. just yeah, a bunch of right, bunch of right-handed uh, setup guys. Oh my god! All right. And by the way, and he wasn't even on the O two team. He came around say, in O three and roster. then, then O four. <laughs> All right. Well, I just sabotaged our chances here for a low score, but there's always next time here on the Immaculate Grid. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Score North Twin Show. Please give us a five star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts as we look to grow this. Uh, this community of Twins fans. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you.